Said is the place we come together to talk about the simple ways we can live well, do good, and be happy. And we might just change the world while we're at it. Are you ready? Let's do it! Hello and welcome to Polly Campbell Simply Said, the pod where we talk about how to live well, do good, and be happy. And those are things we can do no matter what is happening in the external world, right? Because I think there are practical things we can do, habits we can cultivate that can help us appreciate life, feel grateful, feel curious, feel resilient, no matter what's going on outside of us, right? That's what I believe in. And I pretty much set up my life around that. I write about that. I podcast about that. I read about that because I'm really interested in how we can use our own psychology to create the life we want to lead. But sometimes things get in the way of that, right? We get this mental clutter and I'm always sensitive to physical clutter, clutter in my physical spaces. If things are too stacked up or too messy. When I'm starting a new project, I need to have a clear desk. Now, it's going to get messy during the course of the project, but I need to start with an open space. It's tough for me to focus at home while I'm working if the house is a disaster and stuff is piled all over. So I tidy things up. Now, to me, there's a difference between clean and tidy. I'm not a great cleaner. I don't do deep cleaning, but I keep things set aside, put away in their designated spaces. Things are tidy around here. And that seems to help me keep my mental spaces free and open and creative too. But just as it's important to clear some physical space, mental clutter can also keep us stuck. And we've got to do a mental detox every once in a while to open up that mental space, to keep from ruminating, keep from feeling worried, avoid burnout and exhaustion that can happen when our brains and our minds fill up with too much stuff, right? So today we're going to talk about how to release the mental clutter and how to mentally detox. We talk about this a lot in terms of food. I've been on uh, food detoxes before where you slowly eliminate things from your diet, like processed foods and sugars and alcohol and those kind of things until your body is getting only pure whole foods. And that's a good way to ramp up your energy, to release contaminants in your diet, to lose weight sometimes. And I'm thinking there are times that we need to do that with our mental space. I mean, think about it. Have you ever felt buried by the sheer amount of things on your to-do list? And then as you get busy, you find that just thinking about those things is wearing you out. Or you had a fight with your kid or your partner the day before and you wake up with an emotional hangover. Yep, it does not feel good. Those lingering thoughts can keep us stuck, keep us from feeling relaxed, keep us from feeling focused and creating the space in our lives we need to unwind, to manage stress, and to create and do the work we need to do also in our lives. So today we're talking about cleansing our mind, going full out mental detox. And you don't even have to cut calories to do it. So where do we start with this? In fact, I'm going through this just today because I had a good night's sleep, but I woke up feeling kind of funky, kind of tired and I, my brain was feeling heavy and my mood was kind of low. 
So I wanted to get to the source of that fatigue. And here's how you can start too with your own mental detox. Where is your energy draining? Where is it going to? Today I felt some self-doubt. I'm starting work on a new big project and I'm not sure which direction to head with that. When I woke up, instead of feeling excited about that, I felt kind of weighted down. I've had some nerves about parenting an eighth grader. I've been feeling lately some frustration with my arthritis. I've had a hard time. I've been very stiff and and very uncomfortable. And that is frustrating to me. It's normal for us to have these concerns and thoughts and pressures rattling around. But when I began to explore where my energy is going to, what is weighing on my mind, then I become curious and that curiosity is much more manageable and invigorating than worry. So part of cleansing our minds is to identify and reframe our negative thoughts. We often replay those negative thoughts or experiences over and over. I wake up, I'm feeling stiff and in pain and I can sit there on the edge of the bed and convince myself it's just going to be a terrible day and I can't do anything I want. I'm going to hurt all day long. Or I can sit there on the edge of the bed and say, okay, huh, this is interesting. I didn't expect to feel this badly today. What can I do? What, how am I going to work with this? I want to work out. I want to do my writing. I want to play the ukulele. How am I going to work with this? And the minute I shift into curiosity, I begin to feel a little more creative and more empowered. And that is rejuvenating rather than worry or rumination, which depletes our energy. Okay. So the first thing you do is take an inventory, identify what you're feeling and where that mental clutter or that mental weight is coming from. Are you feeling not so good physically? Do you need a nap? Are you feeling stressed about a big work project you're not sure how to take on or something with the family? Then go to that situation in your mind's eye and get curious, get creative. Rather than playing the bad news scenario over and over again, get creative and consider how you can work with that situation now. That is a lot more empowering and energizing than rumination. And that will help ease the mental stress that might be creating that clutter that will help you detox from the clutter in your head. Okay, so identify your negative feelings and the thoughts behind them. I'm not good enough to write this book can transform into I'm having these feelings of self-doubt that I keep replaying. And that identification can help me be creative or curious in the way I manage it. So what am I good at? What can I do today that I know I'm capable of, right? Identify the negative feelings, then challenge them. Byron Katie's work called The Work is really helpful in this because one of the things she asks us to do is really scrutinize our thoughts and say, is there any evidence at all that I'm not good enough? Of course not. I've written several books, right? Now, there are certain things I'm not very good at, but there are other things that I am good at. Just like all of us, we have our strengths and weaknesses, and there's no evidence that I'm a total failure. There's no evidence that there's a total failure. And do you absolutely know for sure that your thought is true? Of course, nothing is absolute, right? Nothing is for sure. So we can scrutinize those negative feelings that are draining our energy, get curious about them, and get creative in how we go through the day with them. That is immediately invigorating. Once I do that, I immediately stop the loop of negative thoughts and I pop into the presence. 
Now, a lot has been written and spoken about being in the now, being present to the moment. And I used to think it was a bunch of malarkey. I also used to think it was way too hard for someone like me, type A, busy mind racing to do. It's so powerful. And here's how I do it. And I can do it almost instantly now. I think it's worth practicing because you get immediate relief. And what you do to become present is just to get in touch with all your senses. Pause whatever you're doing and take stock of your senses. What do you smell? What do you see? What are you feeling, tasting, hearing? What are you sensing with your sixth sense or intuition? So no matter what you're doing in your day, if you're feeling stressed out and anxious, if you're feeling heavy with thoughts, then begin to release that mental clutter by becoming present. A good way to do this immediately is to go wash your hands, right? We're all doing that a lot now anyhow, right? And when you wash your hands, be very mindful. Notice how the water feels on your skin, what it sounds like, what it smells like in there as you're working the soap, what it tastes like if there's any sense of that, what it feels like to take the minute to really mindfully wash your hands. When you are tapped into your environment and your body with all your senses, even for that 60 seconds or 30 seconds, you immediately release some of the clutter that's clogging your mind and your spirit. You'll feel better. Promise you, if I can do this, you can too. So pop into the present by getting clear with all your senses. Notice what you're experiencing in the moment. Another way to release mental clutter is, we've already touched on it a little bit, is catch and release your thoughts. Just because you have a thought or idea going through your brain doesn't mean it's true. And you don't even have to think it again or hold on to it. Now, thought suppression, saying, oh, I don't want to think bad thoughts or I don't want, that doesn't work because when we are clear about something we're not supposed to think about, what happens? Right, Our brain keeps rotating and revolving through to that over and over and over. So we keep actually thinking the thing we're trying not to think. Instead, notice it and let it go. Catch the thought. Oh, there I am feeling self-doubt about my work project again. Okay, thank you, thought. I see you. Let it go with the wind, right? And that's really how I see it. I notice the thought and let it go. Stephen Hayes, therapist Stephen Hayes and researcher, He once told me this, which was so helpful. He said, think of those negative thoughts like noisy kids in the back seat when you're on a long road trip. You're driving the car. The kids are fighting and noisy and complaining in the back seat. And you just kind of shut them out. You hear the squabbling in the back seat, but you're still in charge of the direction the car is going to go. You're still at the wheel of the car. You're still driving where you want to go. So think of those negative thoughts that way. Notice them. Okay, I see you. And you just keep on driving the car the direction you want to go. This is so empowering that when I do this, it's really difficult for me to get caught up in the weight of the thoughts that are cluttering up my creativity or my relaxation or whatever it is, whatever feeling I'm creating or whatever else I'm working on. I don't want these cluttering thoughts to get in the way of those feelings or my focus. So that's how I let it go. The other thing I do, and I've done this since my daughter was born, because I found myself getting more caught up in the external world, notably the things I could do nothing about. I I don't watch television news anymore. I don't. I can't 
handle it. So part of me clearing my mental clutter and detoxing the negative thoughts are by being very deliberate in what I put in my mind and brain. I, I fill myself with gratitude and humor. Um, this time I'm watching a lot of cute animal videos. I, I read mystery books. I read news from the New York Times and the Oregonian and the Washington Post and other sources, right? I don't want to be tuned out. I definitely want to be aware and engaged in my world. But I have found that watching videos or television news with the images and the sounds makes it impossible for me to release the clutter. So know what those things are for you. If you find yourself thinking about what you saw on TV, shows or news when you go to bed, that's an indication that maybe you want to shut some of that down or choose a different kind of program. I don't want to carry that stuff around with me. I don't want to watch movies that involve um, violence against women or children anymore, or really anyone. I don't want to watch movies that involve blood or gore anymore, um, or violence against animals. It doesn't make me feel good, and I can't let it go. So instead, I read the news. I read books and articles. I listen to music. I do things that don't create more clutter in my head, that don't get sticky in my thoughts, that require some activity on my part. So when I'm reading an article about uh, the coronavirus or about something politically that's happening that's perhaps upsetting to me, I'm more active when I read it. The process that my brain engages in while reading then also enhances my creativity, my problem-solving ability. I see myself as a player in the part. I don't have to sit there and take it. Whereas when I watch TV news, I find myself to be a more passive participant. Like, well, that's the way it is. That's part of the reason I can't do that anymore. So find what those triggers are for you. Find the best way for you to take in information. And make sure that if you are feeling cluttered by television news or other sources, that you're balancing that with other things that make you feel good. Uplifting music or a happy movie or humor, whatever it is, a comic strip. Something to offset that clutter that you're taking in. Gratitude is one way I offset it. Put in stuff that feels good. Research shows the importance of gratitude. We talk about it all the time on the show. It lowers our blood pressure, improves our immune function, right? Makes us more connective and patient with other people. Overall, a gratitude, a regular gratitude practice makes us feel better and makes us healthier. I do this every morning. Every morning when I'm writing my morning pages, I write at least 10 things I'm grateful for. I'm so grateful for the breath of my body. I'm so grateful for this hot cup of coffee. I'm so grateful for the sound of the rain on the windows. That was something I wrote in this morning. I'm in Oregon and it's raining again this spring right? So find those things and challenge yourself to record them every day and pick new things every day. You'll be astounded at the goodness in your life. And that will also help you experience awe, which is a game changer. I wrote a whole book about identifying the awe in your life. What we know is when we feel awe, when we experience awesome things, number one, time slows down so that we feel more relaxed, we feel more purposeful, we uh, assign more meaning to our lives. That leaves us feeling better and also boosts immune infection. But 
when we experience something truly awesome, and think about this, you've felt this before, we want to share it with somebody else. How many times have you looked at a cool video on Facebook and leaned over to show your partner or your kid or to share a friend through Facebook or, you know, text messaging, right? When we see something awesome, a beautiful mountain, fireworks in the sky, a spider's web, an act of kindness, we want to share it with other people. Not only does that make us more cooperative and connected with other people, but it makes us want to create more of it. We have greater immune function and we feel more engaged and purposeful in our lives. All those things are good for our overall well-being and life satisfaction. So give thanks for the goodness that is in your life. And at the same time, look for the odd, the little awesome moments that make a big difference in how you experience your life. When you are tuned in to the awesome, it's very hard to feel cluttered. It's very hard to feel overwhelmed by our negative thoughts. And this is a great way to detox. Detox, get out the things that are holding us back. Get out the contaminated thoughts that don't make us feel good and fill up on the things that empower us and inspire us and help us create, right? Remember, you can't do it all, but the good news is you don't have to, right? Overthinking doesn't get more done. Multitasking does not get more done. What research shows is both of those things stress us out, make us sick, burn us out, make us more fatigued. Things take care of themselves if you remain clear and calm. You'll get more done if you keep your wits about you and be open and tackle one thing at a time with the best, most curious attitude. We don't have to feel good about everything we do, but we don't have to feel bad about it either, right? I mean, I've cooked about 35 billion gazillion times in the last week, and I used to not be into that at all. Well, this is what I'm doing now. This is the choice we've made to continue to cook our meals at home. And I'm just done thinking about it. I might not feel like it, but I'm not going to dwell on that. I'm also not going to celebrate. I'm just going to go out and do it. I don't have to take everything in. I don't have to have an opinion about everything. Overthinking doesn't get more done. And I have found out real quickly that multitasking really causes more mistakes and more stress. Do one thing at a time. You'll be through it quicker. You'll have fewer errors and less stress. And that feels better. You won't be cluttered up by the things you're concerned about, right? Now, this goes without saying, but it's a podcast, so I have to say stuff. Sleep well. I did not sleep well last night. But when we take care of the basics, sleep well, eat nourishing food, get physical activity each day. Um, I did my workout Saturday by vacuuming as hard as I could. You know, housework is is heavy work and that got my heart rate going. Give your brain the tools it needs to filter out the garbage, just stay uncluttered, stay open and creative and calm to new ideas and you'll feel better. Now, sleep does not come easy to me. So I have a whole bunch of things I try to do. One is which I turn off my technology really early on in the evening and I don't have caffeine after four o'clock. So think about the things that you can do to get better sleep so that your brain has the tools it needs 
to support you and manage your stress and uh, be able to think and focus when you need it. And that'll help you stay clear and uncluttered too. That's part of mental detox. That brings us to the Simply Start segment where I talk about ways we can get started. I just gave you some great things you could try today if you wanted, but here's another practice that I think would be a good way to start and a fun way to get into the day, and that is celebrate the wins. Another way of clearing the mental clutter is to celebrate the successes, celebrate the accomplishments. My friend Kelly James does this uh, several times during the year. I say for now, do it once a day. At the end of every day, I want you to take a minute, take a deep breath, and think about what you've accomplished in the day that you feel good about. It doesn't have to be an A grade. It doesn't have to be something that anybody else is judging or a raise or... It can simply be that you cooked a nutritious dinner without freaking out, or you got a load of clothes washed, or you finished a paragraph on your writing assignment, or you paid the bills, or maybe you didn't overreact to a situation that was playing out with the people in your household. Whatever is a success to you, celebrate the wins. We get so busy. We're taking on so much. We have so many things rolling through our head, so many things on our to-do list, which I think you should decrease to three things a day, by the way talked about that in another episode, but limit your to-do list, right? And that'll help with your mental clutter. But at the end of the day, I want you to take a minute to appreciate truly what you've done. Often we go through our days on autopilot without recognizing what we're accomplishing. And it's okay to take a minute and recognize what you saw, fixed, changed, did, cooked, created, completed. Stop and list out the good stuff. Celebrate the wins at the end of the day and at the end of every Friday for the week. I think it's worth doing. You know, celebrate the good conversations, the the time spent with friends, the Zoom meetings that you didn't get logged out of, <laughs> the meaningful activities or the discussions with family, the good workouts, the positive work, the creative things you developed the art you created. Look at what you can do when you release that mental clutter and take the pressure and use that bandwidth to elevate and feel motivated rather than buried in business and then celebrate those successes. One of the things that I discovered yesterday that is this week Simply Nifty really makes me feel happy. And, and and I used it to celebrate the end of my day. I played the song and I thought about the things I'd accomplished in the day, which included a great interaction with family during a Zoom meeting. I don't know if the lyrics support it, but you know, Simply Nifty, I include the things that make my life better, the books or the websites or the songs or the practices that I use to just feel happy. And I landed across this uh, Ben Fold's Capable of Anything, his song, Capable of Anything, which I love. But in this one, it was a YouTube video where he performs with New Deco Ensemble, and it's about an orchestra of 30-ish people. So it's a small to mid-sized orchestra with Ben Folds, and it just was awesome. There's all these different rhythms and instruments coming into play, and I, I just felt great when I listened to it. So that's a Simply Nifty Today. Watch the new Deco Ensemble and Ben Folds Capable of Anything on YouTube. And let that be a time when you're enjoying the song. Tap in with all your senses, right? Pop into the present. And then after that, take a minute to celebrate 
your successes of the day, the things that you did that make you feel good, make you feel like you've contributed something because we all have those things. And one way to release the mental clutter is by filling up on the good stuff, letting go of the things that are causing us stress and holding us back and replacing it with the things that are empowering us to go forward in our lives. The New Deco Ensemble and Benfolds, I think it's great. I think mental detox is just as important as physical detox. And another thing I think is great is connecting with all of you and talking about these ideas. So thanks for reaching out week after week. Uh, Track me down with comments, ideas, insights on Twitter at PL Campbell, or you can join our Facebook community at Polly Campbell Author and sign up for the newsletter, which is like a weekly pep talk in your inbox full of ideas and approaches that we can use together to live well, do good, and be happy. And remember, by releasing the clutter from your mind, by detoxing your brain from the thoughts that loop in and catch us up, you're going to feel happier and lighter, and then you can really get going. Whenever we are free to do the things that add meaning to our soul, to our lives, we will live well, do good, and be happy. Miles, are you ready to record our promo for season two of the Wanna Bet podcast? David, have you ever seen a grown man naked? Miles, we're not here to quote lines from Airplane. We're here to tell people that season two starts August 18th. But I like Airplane. I know you do, but Wanna Bet is a sports betting podcast. Each week we bet $1,000 on the NFL teams and games that we love. Well, that sounds like fun. It is fun. And last year you picked over 60% of your games correctly. How'd you do? We're not talking about that. We are telling people that they can find us every Friday. So no more movie quotes. Roger, Roger. Electric Acid. Welcome to Sarah Talk Solutions. Ladies and gentlemen, you've tuned into a bit of a different type of show. I'm Sarah B and I'm your host. You can find me on my IG, which is Aussie underscore Sarah underscore LA. I talk about amazing, relevant conversations and topics and what functions that goes on in this magical, wonderful, wonderful city of the City of Angels. My IG, which is Aussie underscore Sarah underscore LA. Electric acid.